The video you're about to watch is of an interview that I did at the Ministry to Youth Conference the first week of November of last year. In this interview, which I did for this Ministry Matters That Matter podcast, I interviewed three members of the M2Y board. I was excited about sharing this as a part of this program. I think they have things to say that will be a blessing to you. But the interview took on added significance the week after Christmas when one of the participants passed away, Jared Bailey. Jared Bailey has been a friend for several years. He and his wife, Janet, and my brother-in-law, Joey Markham, and his wife, Jennifer, they all went to school together at Freed Hardeman, have been friends for many, many years. Jared was a regular guest every semester in my Fundamentals of Youth Ministry class for 12 years at two different universities. I interacted with him on various occasions, but one of those places was in his work as a part of the Ministry to Youth Board. I believe Jared was the youth minister in McKenzie, Tennessee for about 14 years thereabout. And he then became the campus minister at the UT Martin campus and for approximately 10 years. I don't know if those numbers are exact. When I was a professor at Freed Hardeman, their son Jeremiah was a student there. He played soccer, so I remember going to his games. And, and so we're, my heart's just broken for Janet and the boys, for Joey, Jennifer, for the friends, all of those on the M2Y board, etc. Jared touched so many lives. And his loss is leaving a huge hole and gap. In addition to him participating and coming and speaking at various Fundamentals of Youth Ministry classes, just a few weeks before his death, he turned in his chapter for a book that we are printing, uh, producing here at Heritage Christian on an introduction to youth and family ministry. That chapter and this interview, they're just two samples of the ongoing impact that his life is having and will continue to have. So as you watch this interview, soak up what Jared and oh, actually what all three of them say, but especially because we won't get an opportunity again to sit down with Jared. I want you to keep Janet and the boys and uh, the many, many friends and co-workers of Jared in your prayers. And as we think about ministry matters that matter, this has been a reminder that ministers matter to treasure each moment we have together. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Ministry Matters That Matter. Welcome to another episode of Ministry Matters That Matter. We are in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're at the Carnes Church of Christ and the Ministry to Youth Conference. Uh, this conference, nine years, I believe. How long? Nine years is actually the eighth conference right. uh, just because of COVID, but this is the eighth conference. It's one of my favorite conferences to go through every year. We always have a number of our students from Heritage who come with us, and so 
Caleb Sampson and I are here, as well as Dwayne Tapscott. So we've got three of our staff members from Heritage here and nine of our students here. And for this episode, I've got three of the board members of the Ministry to Youth Conference who have a lot of experience in ministry. And so we're here today just gleaning from their wisdom. So what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to just ask you to kind of tell me about yourself and your family, but also tell us your ministerial journey. In other words, kind of how did you get into ministry? What are some areas you've served in and so forth? And you can go whatever direction you want with that. So mm -hmm. kick us off. So we'll get to the wisdom at the end, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Justin Morton, uh, I've been in ministry for full time for about 18 years. Um, Married to my wife, Miranda. Uh, we have two boys, Caden, who's 10, soon to be 11. Uh, Cameron is six, soon to be seven mm -hmm. in the next couple months. And uh, I have uh, <clears throat> done most of my work in youth ministry uh, for 17 plus years in youth ministry. Um, I went to Freed Hardeman, graduated, went to the master's program there, and then began my first work in youth ministry in Lewisburg, Tennessee. Uh, and worked there for uh, about six years, and then I moved to Carms, where we're currently at, and served here for for 12 years. And then in May of this year, uh, I uh, stepped away from, from youth ministry, and we moved to uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, uh, to the Walter Hill Church of Christ, uh, where I currently serve as the, uh, the preaching minister there. And so we are loving being back in Middle Tennessee, close to family, and getting the opportunity to preach God's Word every week. Done the gospel meeting at Walker Hill. Good place. Good deal. My name is Jared Bailey. Uh, I'm originally from Panama City, Florida. Grew up in the military, but we were stationed there for the longest. And so that's what I consider home. Had planned on going into the Air Force. Actually, I had an appointment to the Air Force Academy. And kind of got talked out of that and went into youth ministry. So I left Panama City thinking I was going to go into the military. Ended up at Freed, developed into the youth ministry stuff. I met my wife. She's an old country girl from Reeves, Tennessee. And so it's been it's been an experience, but she's an amazing woman. We adopted two boys who are now 25 and 21 and uh, love our boys. And once I graduated Freed, we ended up working in the McKenzie area, the McKenzie Church Christ and worked there for 18 years with that particular congregation. And then five years ago, six years ago now, left the McKenzie congregation and transferred over to the University of Tennessee at Martin, working as their campus minister. And so that's just been an amazing ministry. Very good. I'm Ben Hayes. I'm the uh, preaching minister, pulpit minister at Highland Park Church of Christ uh, in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. But I grew up probably as the crow flies, as they say, less than a mile from Heritage Christian. So uh, my parents uh, still live there uh, in Florence, Alabama. Uh, left Florence, went to Freed Hardeman. Uh, and when I graduated from there, I was already working. I worked with one church while I was there that's located in the Florence area. Uh, and then I worked, I came back to Florence to work with Petersville Congregation mm -hmm. that's close by. Uh, left there to go into pulpit ministry in Eva, Alabama, for a couple of years. And then Highland Park called me and said, we want a youth minister. So I'm one of the rare guys that's gone from youth ministry into preaching and then back to youth ministry. 
for a couple of years and then uh, eventually at Highland Park Transition. So I've been at Highland Park about 15 years now, been in ministry altogether about 23 years. Uh, in that process, while I was at Petersville, I decided just due to some different things I'd been through personally, things I was in, uh, seeing in uh, the church work that I was doing, I decided that I wanted to get a degree in counseling as well. So I eventually did that, got my degree, got my license. So I also have a small private practice in counseling as well. So I hope what you see is you have a diversity of ministry experience here. You've got youth work, you've got college work, you've got preaching, you've got counseling, you've got a mixture of all those things. So what I'd love for y'all to do is to share with our, our friends that are joining us today, you know, what are some lessons you've learned in your various experiences, experiences in ministry but also, what are some resources? Those resources can be whatever you like. Is there an app that you found helpful, a book, a conference, a workshop, a web page? So lessons learned and resources. Lessons learned and resources. All right, well, we'll start with the lessons learned. Um, I think the big lesson that I've learned over the course of, of my ministry, we all know as, as ministers, you know, the importance of loving God and that being the forefront of what we do, obviously. Uh, but I think in ministry, the key, the key to be not just to have longevity, but also to have effectiveness as a minister is, and it doesn't matter whether it's college, youth, pulpit, whatever it might be, um, is to love people. Like people really want to know that not just that we care, but we have this deep, genuine, uh, you know, love. You know, Jesus talked about, you know, greatest commands, love God. The second, love your neighbor as yourself. And so I, th I think that's kind of been the biggest thing. It doesn't matter. And just even now in transitioning into this new work, I mean, it's it's amazing. Anytime you move, you're always nervous. You yeah. know, a lot of different emotions involved, involved in that. But when people, I think, saw that, you know, we love, we love people, we love God's people, um, I think that just made things much easier. They, they have been very loving to us. And I believe you can be more effective and more fruitful in your ministry when people know, hey, it's this isn't just a job. This isn't just, you know, you're getting a paycheck. You know, you are uh, here because one, obviously you love God, but two, you love God's people. And I think that's been a, a big thing that, that maybe we don't talk about enough. Um, you know, we do ministry, but, but don't do ministry because it's your job. Mm -hmm. Do ministry because you love people. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can really make a difference in their lives. They'll make a difference in your lives. Um, you know, that's probably one of the bigger lessons that I always have taken away and I keep kind of, kind of keep the forefront uh, in my mind to just always be a loving individual and let people see that love. Uh, in terms of, you know, resources, conferences, things of that nature, uh, I'm a, a big proponent of, of taking advantage of the opportunity you have to, to do things like M2I, for instance, since we're here this weekend. Um, you know, the, the lectureships that our brotherhoods have, uh, schools have, the, uh, you know, polishing the pulpit, things of that nature that, one, obviously get you around other Christians. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's so important. I mean, the thing, the interesting dynamic of the board for M2I, you know, is we're all so different. And we, we all have various backgrounds, you know, and, and different things. But when we come together, I mean, we, we'd love to be together, you know, and I, I look forward to, to meetings. I look forward to the conference. I look forward to, you know, what we do after the conference because you just get to be around people, you know. And, and so I think going to this stuff is an incredible thing. 
uh, to, to meet new people. And this year, you know, I've met new people that, you know, next year we're going to have even a deeper relationship. And so, so I encourage things of that nature. Um, you know, I, I think in terms of, of resources, um, you know, there's, there's several good things that you can do. One of the things I like to do is to listen to, to different podcasts. Um, I know. So is that a plug for this one? <laughs> I was actually going to say, I do actually listen to this podcast. We just talked about that a few minutes ago. Uh, but I think, you know, there's there's several resources within the church, uh, podcasts that you can listen to. I think that's a great thing to do. Obviously, uh, you know, now because of the technology, you know, I'm able to listen to Ben preach, uh, you know, which is, is a great thing. You know, when Jared preaches, you know, we can listen to Jared preach. And so, <laughs> and so, you know, I, I think taking advantage of, of things like that, uh, to me, is some of the resources that I really, really enjoy. That's good. Very good. Yeah. How do you follow that? Man, it's, it's a tough one. A couple of things that I think I, I have learned in ministry. As I, as I, as I think about things, it's connections. Mm-hmm. Connections is a huge thing in ministry. Uh, not just connecting with other ministers, but connecting with people in the church. And just being real. You know, I'm just a regular guy. I really am. I'm just a regular guy. I love to hang out with people and be with people. And I just want people to see who me, you know, who I am and not this facade. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're going to see me be happy. They're going to see me be upset. They're going to see me get angry. They're going to see me apologize. But just making those connections and just being who I am and, and, and connecting. And then one of the other things I kind of learned in ministry is one of the worst things about the church are the people. But the opposite side of that is, one of the greatest things about the church are the people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's days that you are frustrated with your brothers and sisters in Christ, but you understand that they are just like you. Mm-hmm. They're human, mm-hmm. and they they are going to make mistakes, and they're going to mess up. Why? Because they're just like you. But the awesome thing is, Good. is the other side of that, how awesome people are in church, and, you know, you see how people interact with other people in their lives mm-hmm. and seeing that develop in a congregation. It's just an amazing thing. It really is just an amazing thing. And, and that's what I love, you know? So I, I say that often, even when I'm talking with young ministers, youth ministers, preachers, whatever. And one of the greatest things about the church are the people. And one of the toughest things about the church are the people, mm-hmm. but that's part of the church. And it's just an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things I kind of understood throughout ministry. As far as resources go, I'm just echoing off of Justin, but there's so much truth in coming to things like this, like the this conference, or coming to some of the lectureships. Or, you know, we, we need to be fed spiritually, not saying that we're not getting fed at our local congregations, but it's it's great to be able to come and, and do something a little different and be fed by the material that's being taught. But the other part of that is it goes back to that connections. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get to connect with you guys as ministers or, you know, for something like it, Paul Shin and Pulkwood, where there's a lot more people who aren't necessarily full-time ministers. They're just regular folks. You get to connect with people like that. And connections is huge. And so we we kind of do something like that in our area uh, where, where I work is we connect with all the 
different ministers, youth ministers, pulpit ministers, and just spend time with each other. And so it's just a, a great resource for me. Very good. Now for the wisdom, and that what you <laughs> said. Not, not true, because everything I was going to say, these guys have pretty much said, I, I would just add on uh, a little bit to, the, you know, one of the phrases that I have, you know, said a bunch of times, don't know where I got it, or if I doubt I made it up, but it's just one of those phrases, love people where they are, love them enough not to leave them there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's been one of my, I guess my mantra is, is there something I can do to help take people to the next level, whether that's spiritually or if that's in counseling or if that's in something else that I don't believe we were, you know, intended just to, hey, you know, good to see you, but how can I help move people in a positive direction? But it really starts with those connections and those relationships. And so many times, I think um, that's one of the things I talk, anytime somebody says, hey, come talk to our young preachers at Heritage or, you know, Freed or wherever, you know, come talk to them. One of the first things I talk about is that, like, make connections with them. You're not there just to stand up on Sundays and preach, Mm -hmm. but ministry is relationships. Ministry Mm -hmm. is being with people, and they will give you a pass on a lot of things if you have a relationship with them. And I don't mean that in a bad way or just, hey, you can do whatever you want to do. But I've known a lot of ministers. I've even known a lot of ministers who have stayed a long time where they're at because of their wives, because people have connected to them and there's a good relationship there. And they go, Mm -hmm. hey, he's probably not the most dynamic preacher, but him and his wife have a relationship with our people. And because of that, he spent years feeding them good things, but maybe not your dynamic guy that's going to get up at something else. So I think those relationships are huge. Those connections are huge. And part of that is learning that, you know, I I know a lot of people come to me, you know, I'm going to get the worst of people sometimes. And learning that as a minister, that's just because you're the safe place sometimes. And a lot of people have come to me and said things through the years. And you got to have some of that emotional intelligence that I talk about with counseling, even with kids is, you know, learn to gauge other people's emotions and your own, learn to control those emotions and to see what people are bringing. And I've had a lot of men come up to me and go, well, I'm mad. I don't think you like, I don't, you know, whatever. And kind of, and I just listened. And the next week they come in and either apologize or, you know, have some mm-hmm. conversation that I go, I don't know where that went from last week. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it, yeah. it, being able to go, hey, I'm going to stay in control. And I think that's Romans mm-hmm. chapter 12 stuff of, you know, the idea of be it as much as lies within you, be at peace with all people. And when people see that and, and know that you're going to interact in that way, yeah, you're going to get the worst of people, but people are going to respect that going forward. So that would be my, you know, my thoughts on, on what I've learned. You know, resources, I agree. Anything that you can be around people, that's a benefit. Um, you know, I, I, Ministry League has got a lot of great stuff uh, that that I used for leading singing, you know, from leading singing to whatever else. Um, Travis and I try to do some stuff on our podcast, but also on our website with uh, blogs and and articles and different things that people can use. Um, And and a lot of our stuff, we're really trying to help people understand it's okay to talk about mental health. It's okay to talk about the difficult stuff in life and we all face it. So um, BenandTravis.com. BenandTravis.com. You can get most of that stuff. PBS songs, other 
crazy videos or whatever you can use in your retreats, whatever you want to do. It's so. been nice having you two close to us. Yeah, we've, a big blessing to our it. campus. And you two can feel free to move to the shows there anytime. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you sharing. I, I hope what you realized is, did you? we didn't plan this. I just said to share. But did you hear that common theme of the value of relationships? You know, we, I can remember when I was a kid, they said the church is not the building, it's the people. But that's really what it is. It's really the, the people of God. The church is very much a hospital. It's where sick people go to get well through a relationship with a great physician. And so we just invest in relationships. And maybe that's the big takeaway from today. I appreciate very much Justin, Jared, and Ben being willing to share, but also what you're doing in God's kingdom and for God's glory. And for those of you that share with us each week, or maybe you just joined us today, keep trusting in God, keep investing in people and standing up for truth. What you do matters. It impacts eternity. And just know that you're in our prayers. Thank you for joining us today for another episode of Ministry Matters That Matter.